On today's podcast, we are going to be breaking down the MLB trade deadline, talking about winners and losers of the trade deadline. And then we are going to give a little preseason college football top five picks. Welcome into the Fumbling Punter Podcast. I am your host, Devin Keeney. Lucas is off today. It has been a little while. We got a lot of catching up to do on the podcast today. Today, the USA Today Coaches Poll preseason top 25 came out. And so on Tuesday, or I'm sorry, Monday, I wrote my preseason top five. So to give you guys a little uh, view, we are the fumbling punter. So you can definitely expect some football talk coming up. And we are going to have tailgates, but more importantly, what I want to talk about now is we're going to do some preview shows. I'm going to do a preview show for the Big Ten, the Pac-12, the ACC, the Big 12, the SEC West, and the SEC East. Yes, the SEC gets one for, their, for each division because it is the big dogs of college football. So I did my too early, I call it top five. And I had one Alabama, two Florida State, three USC, four Ohio State, and five Washington. Uh, One of the interesting things that was asked to me was why Washington at five. My answer is I trust Chris Peterson. I think that he has a long enough track record. He's got Washington where he wants them right now. I think that Chris Peterson will do good things in Washington this year. So then, the as I said before, the coaches' top 25 came out today. And in order, here were the top 10. Uh, Alabama, Ohio State, Florida State, USC, Clemson at 5, Penn State, Washington, Oklahoma 8, Michigan 9, Wisconsin 10. So quick thoughts on that. I think Clemson, uh, Ohio State, and Oklahoma are probably all a little too high. Uh, for my taste, Oklahoma uh, with coaching change late summer, that's pretty tough for the Sooners to overcome. I know Baker Mayfield's going to have a good year, have a big year, but you know they lost D.D. Westbrook, they lost some running backs, uh, P. Ryan and Mixon. I don't know. I don't know that I'm buying OU as a preseason team this year. Uh, right outside was Oklahoma State, and I think they should be the team to beat in the Big 12 this year. Plus, Mike Gundy, best mullet in college football. Maybe best mullet in sports? I don't know. Charlie Blackman would give him a pretty good run for his money. A little early talk for you guys. So, that, I mean, Ohio State's always going to get ranked higher than they should. Texas was in the top 25. Texas, who went 5-7 and seven last year. And I know Tom Herman's a good coach. I know... They're not going to be down forever because no big program is. I just don't think they're a preseason top 25 team this year. When I was looking through at teams that got votes, Michigan State got a vote. They went 3-9 and last year. Was I completely asleep for all of that? I, did, I knew Michigan State did not have a good year, but I did not realize they were 3-9. and nine. Excuse me. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, like I said, I must have been asleep for all of that. I knew they didn't have a good year, but 3-9, and nine, whoo, that's pretty tough to overcome. So, a little bit more college football talk here. Uh, with college football coming up, we are going to have our first fumbling punter tailgate at Columbia, Missouri for Mizzou and Missouri State. Missouri State's our local team, and Mizzou is the state's team. 
So we will be there September 2nd, set up with a little uh, little tail. Uh, should be a lot of fun. Tell your friends. Uh, during, at, the, at the conclusion of our previews, I will give my preseason Heisman. Spoiler alert, Sam Darno is definitely... <laughs> so that's all I got for you guys for some college football today. Let's get into a little uh, Major League Baseball trade deadline has come and gone. And we were trying to shoot on Tuesday, but things just didn't work out. And so I've got some stuff to talk about. Big thing was the Dodgers got you Darvish. Unfortunately, the Rockies did not get them, as we were calling in early March. But that's a huge one-two combination for Kershaw and Darvish. A lot of people uh, may be a little too excited for this, because if you'll remember, the Dodgers had Kershaw and Granke, and they didn't win a World Series with that team. I know their lineups, but... I don't know. I think that the Dodgers should probably be favored, but don't sleep on the Mets. And if any team gets hot and overtakes Colorado or Arizona, that hot team, that hot hand at the end of the season can do a lot for you. In the National League, uh, of course, the uh, Cubs got uh, Alex Avila and Justin Wilson from the Tigers this week. Huge, huge, huge deal. I'm not was the Quintana deal. I like this deal. Gives them need bullpen depth and a good veteran leader in Avila. I think that's a good move for Theo. I think the year since the baseball preview, Lucas and I, uh, I think that the Central now more than ever is the Cubs to lose. They got a couple game cushion right now. I don't think that they look back on this lead. So on to the American League. The Yankees got Sonny Gray and Jaime Garcia in separate deals. Used a good bit of a farm system depth to do it, but, you know, Sonny Gray's been lights out before, and Jaime can be an innings eater. Uh, I saw that, which I'd completely forgotten, but uh, World Series in 2000, and so the Yankees are hoping to bring up some of that. And then the Royals got Melky Cabrera. They also got the three pitchers. My thing on getting Melky Cabrera, I think he needs to play left field over Alex Gordon on most days. I think that the Royals would be nice. Hear me out. To use Alex Gordon like the Cubs used Jason Hayward last year. Uh, that is sixth inning or like bring Gordon in. Great gl- gold glovish stuff out in left field. But I think you need that, that lineup, they're, they need to score runs. The pitching, you know, outside of Duffy and if uh, Kennedy gets hot, the pitching's not going to shut you down. The pitching's not going to win you a lot of ball games. So I think they need all the hitting in that lineup they can get. And I think they would benefit from seeing. Uh, Bonifacio, uh, Brandon Moss, and Paulo Orlando get those at bats when he is healthy. I still like the Royals. That's just kind of my thoughts. Gordon's hitting 206 on the season. Yeah, Love his glove. Love that he's been a Royal for so long. But I would rather see Melky Cabrera get those at bats early. So then I have, uh, ooh, almost forgot a little Purple Rain Rockies talk. Uh, part two today. Made moves, went and got Pat Neshek from Philly, and they got Jonathan Lucroy from Texas. Love, love, love that. The NL West is making a big push to get better. Uh, Diamondbacks got J.D. Martinez, of course. The Dodgers got Darvish, some bullpen help. And then the Rockies went out and got a late-inning reliever that they needed and a good catcher in Jonathan Lucroy. I I like what the National League West is doing right now. Uh, Going forward, you know, I think that those – Three teams are pretty solidly in. Uh, of course, anything can happen. Cardinal fans, 
such as myself, I'm not getting my hopes up for them to do anything other than finish the season at 79 and 83. 80 and 82. No, it's going to be 80 and 82. So close to 500 to, you know, keep some people happy that Mike Matheny will likely for another year, but ugh, that's been a long season. So, uh, winners and losers of the trade deadline. Uh, winners, of course, Dodgers, Cubs, uh, Diamondbacks, Rockies, and the White, the White Sox. Gosh, Han has done such a, such a good job of building up that farm. So people, uh, some people don't like that's what made the Cubs so good. That is what uh, made the Astros so good. You know, they have a lot of top prospects. I think that the White Sox are really moving forward in a positive direction right now. Uh, losers of the deadline, all teams that stood still when I didn't think they needed to, the Cardinals, Astros, and Giants. Giants, I think that they could have benefited from a move to get uh, Johnny Cueto off the books before he opts out. Uh, try to move Shark. I believe he has a no-trade clause. Uh, Lucas would know a little bit more on the details of Shark's contract, of course. And then the Cardinals, you know. Uh, I'm not saying go out and buy or sell like don't White Sox, don't buy like the Dodgers. Do something. I, I, was, I think a lot of fans would have been happy with a long-term deal. Uh, be it a Stanton or if they could have pushed and got a J.D. Martinez and signed him long-term. They need a three-hitter. They need a three-hole hitter. They need a four-hole hitter. They got nothing. nothing. They they traded Marco Gonzalez for Tyler O'Neill, minor leaguers. Nothing changed. This team's going to go 80 and 82. This year they're going to go 75 and 87 if nothing changes. I'm just telling I'm that's, that's how I see this going. They're on a trajectory down here. The Cardinals have pissed me off to the point, folks, I'm going to the Cardinals game next next week. I don't remember what day. I'm wearing my Royals hat. Hate it or don't. I, I, I like watching the Royals more than I do the Cardinals right now. I'm wearing the Royals hat. So, little short podcast, just getting back into it. No Talking Thrones this week or next. Hopefully, we can do a big episode next week. Catch you guys back up on what we think about what's been happening. Um... You know, really, really enjoyed that. I know a lot of you guys did a lot of listens. Uh, I apologize. We just we have some busy lives, and uh, we're trying to get together and do a big three episode recap next week. That's all I got for you, everybody. Have a great weekend. Uh, see any hilarious videos on what's going on in sports? Any big news? Tweet it my way. Text me. Uh, whatever you got to do. If you like the podcast, give us a share. All right, that's all I got for you guys. Have a good weekend. For the Fumbling Punter, I'm Devin Keeney. Goodbye.